Well, hello and welcome to Christmas Movie Spotlight. This is Season 3, Episode 3. I'm your host, Dawn Mack, and I am here with my lovely and wonderful friend and co-host, Pam. Hey, Pam. Hey, Dawn. I'm gonna, and you're um, back. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do to you. <laughs> Send me out in that. I mean, come on. You know it's been crazy in Chicago with weather, snow, cold, and you send me out. Are you kidding well, me? You know, well, look. I was hoping between what better way to get into the Christmas spirit than to go out when it's snowing in Chicago, no less. To look for a Christmas tree. I mean, I thought it would really just give you all the Christmas feels. Did it work? Did it not work? Uh, well, <laughs> no. <laughs> it didn't me, it did uh, not yeah. <laughs> I I'm just going to send you my tabletop tree for the studio. That's all there is to it. I mean, it it's almost like it was Black Friday out there. I don't know what is wrong with people. People are happy now that Halloween is over. Everybody's in Christmas-ready season. I cannot tell you, by the way, which I have not done this, but I have, I cannot tell you the number of people I have seen on social media, like my friends on Facebook, who have said, I'm putting up my tree this weekend, or just in other places, you know, around social media. People are just Christmas crazy. So I'm not the only one, by the way. Uh, but did you hear the little thing right there? Your friends. <laughs> I guess you're not my friend anymore. I can't introduce you as my friend anymore when we open the show, right? <laughs> well, I'm by your, the way, I'm your special I, friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, I bet. Real special. But here's the thing. I want you to know, as Christmas crazy as I am, the weekend has been so crazy busy for me that I wanted to put my tree up, but I just didn't get a chance to, um, if you can believe that. I was actually going to make a point to do that, just because, just to get the tree up. It, nothing else, not outside decorating, none of that stuff till after Thanksgiving, but just to get the tree up, because it takes the longest. But it didn't happen. So maybe I'm not as Christmas crazy as everybody thinks I am. <laughs> and that, that'll be determined. Yeah, well, I know. The season is still young. I mean, it is mm-hmm. technically just started, by the way. And um, so, well, if you're new to our program, welcome aboard. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. We're glad that you are still here. And um, and if you're new to our program, if you're wondering why we are talking about Pam going and getting us a Christmas tree for the studio, because Pam probably has the worst case next to Scrooge of being of having by humbugs that you've ever seen. And so as over this couple years that we've been doing this show, I've been trying to rub off on her some of the Christmas spirit. But I will admit though, Pam, I you know, in hindsight, it was probably a bit much to ask you to go out in a Chicago snowstorm to look for a tree. That was a bit much. I apologize. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I've had to apologize, and I've said you're right. This is really not going well in my favor this year. <laughs> no, it's not. Looking, it's really looking not like well maybe you won't, maybe you won't get that coal in that in that stocking. <laughs> we 
know, I'm kind of thinking if I ever ask you, to, I'm kind of guessing, although you haven't said you probably thought it, if I ever ask you to do that again, there won't be a season four of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think really hard on that one. Real, that's going too far. Um, well, in any event, we are so glad you're with us. We have got lots to talk about in this episode. And uh, because, as you know, now that Halloween is behind us, holiday movie season is in full force and across all the networks. And, of course, this week we have more movies to talk about than we did in the last two weeks. We're already in week three, if you can believe it, of the season. And so far, Pam... I am loving the movies. The only problem I have is I haven't been able to see all of them yet because they're coming so fast and furious. I mean, it's one thing to talk about them on this show of what's coming up in the in the pre in the coming week. It's another to try and sit down and go, okay, the movies are coming on. I'm going to sit down and watch them and realize it's impossible. It's just impossible. Well, so, my uh, DVR is working overtime. I don't have a DVR. See, that's mm-hmm. my problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's a good thing that the networks are really good about re-airing the movies to death because it, if I miss the movies at any point during the season, it's my fault because there's enough of opportunities to do so. But, but yeah, I mean, I was really going to be so diligent, and, you know, and, and I've seen most of them, but there's still a few that I haven't seen yet, and it's like I was going to watch them as they come out. You know, and, oh, now I just it's starting to become this big whirlwind. So, as I know, many of you out there can relate because there are Christmas movies everywhere. But, um, but what do you think about the season so far? What I've seen so far, uh, amazing. And just two words, Liz. I, I usually say, Trevor Donovan. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I've seen him in in so many different things and I have to say this year's Hallmark movie that he is in, he looks so good in that movie. I don't know if it's the five o'clock shadow or what it is, but they really have him styled great in that movie. And uh he looks great. He looks great anyway. I mean I, I follow all of his socials, so I see regularly what he puts out there. But for the movie, you know, especially on Hallmark, I just have to say they always give the guys, until recently, they've always given them these really wholesome 50s-style hairstyles. And I'm like, come on, Hallmark. It is 2018. It's now 2019. Let's get with the program. And they've started styling the guys a little differently than previously. But they always had a little cookie-cutter format for that, too, you know. But mm-hmm. it's good to see they're finally the guys are looking more modern, <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, and let me just share something with our listeners. It's too bad that this isn't um, kind of a YouTube uh, video instead of us doing it on air like this because I could show you all the heart emojis that Dawn sent me when she mentioned (laughs) Trevor Donovan in this movie. (laughs) Well, let me just say I'm very happy it's not a YouTube uh, video (laughs) show because right now my hair is up. I look like a hot mess. And people would quickly turn it off. So um, it would not do the show any justice. <laughs> no, no. And I, I always say I have a voice, I have a face for radio. That's what I say. <laughs> there you go. Me too. Um, yeah, the movies have been awesome. Lifetime is still killing it. They're knocking it out of the park. I mean, 
Hallmark, to be the 10th anniversary, I mean, their movies are exactly what we expected them to be. They are really good. I think they're so far the casting for all the movies has been great, um, and the pairings for the leads have been great. Um, but I gotta go back to Lifetime. We talked about this last week, and oh my gosh, they are just killing it. I mean, I don't. We really haven't seen. Um, well, Up TV has already aired a movie, which was really cute, but we really haven't seen a lot of anything anything else coming out of the other networks just yet. So it's hard to compare. But so the only thing we have to compare it to is Hallmark. But Lifetime is killing it. I'm just gonna say they are just the movies are so well scripted and cast and. There's really not a lot more you can say about it beyond that. It's just they are so good. Um, I have one thing to say. I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I was waiting. I was waiting. I said she's going to throw that in at some point during the show. And there you have it, folks. Yes, Pam did try to tell me many times that I needed to be watching Lifetime just in general. And I always chose to watch Lifetime during the holiday season, and now I'm thinking I might watch Lifetime outside of the holiday season, and Pam is like, I told you. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I have it on recording. (laughs) I said I might. I said I might. I didn't say I would. I I I don't care. That's closer to never. Well, that is true. I have kind of like, well, you know, we got to do the art of compromise. If you're willing to do a Christmas movie show, then the least I could do is humor you and watch Lifetime when it's not mm-hmm. the holiday. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we're like yin and yang. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, but she's really funny because we usually are texting while the movies are airing. And during the Lifetime movies, I've, you know, last weekend, all I could say was, you know, Oh my gosh, I teared up during this movie. Oh my gosh, I teared up. I cry, I'm bawling. I'm ugly crying. You know, and she's like, mm hmm, told you so. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and called her a dork a few times, too. So, Christmas story there ever was. But, you know, I'm so proud of that. I wear that title proudly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you know, it's, it's off and running. Season three um, of our show is here, and the Christmas movie season across all the networks is. I mean, has hit the ground running, and they're running hard. And uh, I have to say, Lifetime and, and Hallmark is neck and neck competing for who's going to be the, you know, the king or queen of Christmas and as far as movies go. And um, Lifetime has really brought their A game. They are giving Hallmark a run for their money, and which is good because, you know, as most people know, a lot of the actors, we see many of the actors on both networks doing movies throughout the entire year, especially during the holiday season. So, you know, it's just it's just great that they've kind of brought it because now we have another network to watch even more great Christmas movies. You just can never have enough. The only problem is you just can't, may not be able to watch them all in one holiday season. <laughs> so we shall see. But um, but there was an article, by the way, Pam, that I wanted to uh, tell the listeners about, if I can find it. Give me one second. Okay, I found it. It's on e-news. All right, well, you know, as we know, Pam, the uh, the holiday movie season is in full force, and so... 
I saw an article recently. It was actually a news release, a Lifetime released in the last week or so, saying that they're already working on 2020 and that they're they're already going to have 30 movies this year. And they're projected to have even more next year. But then I came across another article this week that also – you and I had talked about this before, about all the actors, familiar faces that we've seen elsewhere that are showing up on Hallmark. And I found this article that E! News did that I thought was pretty interesting, and it's titled How Hallmark Channel Christmas Movies Unexpectedly Became a Coveted Rite of Passage. So um, Hallmark – says it's not Christmas until they say it's so. <laughs> and they <laughs> are, I mean, that is, that's the truth. That's what it says. And the Holiday Only Network has officially dubbed it the season with its 10th annual Countdown to Christmas officially kicking off, uh, which we know a couple weeks ago. But um, one of the things um, that they're kind of touting is, you know, all of the, the big names that they've been able to draw to the network and it has this year alone they had the most star-studded ensemble of leading women and men with a slew of big names making their debut on Hallmark Channel for the first time and um and of course they'll be alongside many beloved fan favorites that we've grown to know and love through the years but they're also one of the reasons they claim that they're able to attract such talent is because they are saying they own Christmas and this is according to Michelle Vickery, Hallmark Channel's Executive Vice President of Programming. And she says we are going to do it in a bigger way and a better way and really speak to the spirit of the season that I don't think any of our competitors do. And that's how they are attracting more talent to the network. For example, Blake Shelton, who is producing his second movie for the network this year. Dolly Parton is going to be starring in a movie with Danica McKellar and All Matter. And... The list goes on and on. So I don't know, because you and I last week, we talked about how Lifetime, they have their own major stars that appear in their movies for the holiday season. Um, so I think it's really a matter of opinion and perception. It's a matter of, you know, what one thinks over another. But um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure I totally agree with that statement because – Seeing what we're seeing out of Lifetime, yeah, they don't have 10 years to their belt like Hallmark does, but in the couple years that they have really brought it on during the holiday season, who they are showing in their movies are is also to be, I think, to be credited to them. So I just thought that was interesting when I saw that because, my gosh, <laughs> that's really putting it out there, you know? In a yeah, and, and and yeah, and I guess you could say that they can take credit for that in, in as such as they've done it for so many years and have always made the fans happy, and that's why they bring us more and more. And then also the new faces, you know, the well-known faces, the fan favorites, and such. Lifetime's just getting started in the game, but they're kicking it off really big too. So. <laughs> They really are, and, um, you know, I think with Lifetime, if, if they continue to make quality Christmas movies like they have the last two years especially, um, you know, in a fraction of the time that it's taken Hallmark to kind of grow what they, they've done in 10 years, Lifetime will be bringing it, I think, a lot sooner just because, you know, 
they've they've had a great model to follow, so to speak. Um, right, and in but, a way that in a way that Hallmark is the teacher, and the other channels are the students. They're hey. learning. <laughs> the way I see it, that's okay. If Hallmark's leading the way, I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. I love Hallmark. But I'm thinking if they're teaching all these other networks that, hey, this is the, you know, the magic of Christmas captured in a Christmas movie, and people obviously love it. They can't. I mean, Hallmark fans are clamoring all season long for Christmas movies. You know, they're like, for, I'm forever seeing them yell, you know, we want our own network for Christmas movies just year round. Nothing but Christmas movies. Um, but, you know, I mean, so people are never, you're never going to, you're always going to have a, that percentage of naysayers. But for the majority of people out there, they love what Hallmark's doing for the holiday season. And now Lifetime, they're going to grow their their base as well as the other networks as they get on board and do this. Um, you, It's a win-win for everybody. In all exactly. Reality. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, um, now that we are in full-fledged Christmas season, Everything Christmas, I mean, everywhere you turn, you're seeing Christmas is Christmas that. And, um, you know, it's just, we're what, four days into November now, three days into November, rather. And it's it's like Christmas is tomorrow. I mean, it's just crazy, the hype. But one of the things that I saw, um, I didn't really have any wacky Christmas news this week, if you can believe that. But there's enough news out there to pull from and as you know this is the 25th anniversary of mariah carey's merry christmas album and to commemorate this mariah dropped a brand new video on friday so we will have that up on our website if you have not had a chance to see it but in early celebration of her favorite holiday the pop star released a new video for her seasonal classic all i want for christmas is you and it features never-before-seen footage of herself getting into the Christmas spirit. Now, I've seen the video, and let me tell you, you forget how long Mariah Carey has been in the business until you see the video, and you see how young she is. She is probably just out of high school. It is amazing. <laughs> but also, Mariah trolled the Internet with a special, special message from Santa Claus himself. In the previously unreleased clips, Carrie enjoys a number of winter activities, hanging ornaments on a tree, making snow angels, dancing with Santa, and eating Christmas cookies to the familiar jingly tune in honor of the holiday hit's 25th anniversary. And she also um, put up a video, a short video clip on Instagram, and she was dressed up as, it looked like, like Tina Turner. And she was in costume, and it showed her going to sleep and waking up and her phone going off at 12 o'clock midnight on the day after Halloween, November 1st. And she gets a call from Santa, and then she starts screaming, going, it's time. So um, it's really funny because she is going all out. She's on tour this Christmas, this holiday season, to commemorate this 25th anniversary, lots of stuff. Um, to coincide with that. So if you get a chance, check it out. So I think it's really cool. Have you seen that video, Pam? Did you send it to me? No. So how would I know? You know I don't go searching that stuff out. <laughs> well, it's like this. You, you see stuff all day long like I do on social media. I didn't know if you had seen it being floating around, you know, being no, tweeted. Well, it's really cool. It's really cool. Um, also, on Friday... 
free form, which we often talk about here, and we will as we get a little closer to December, they'll start releasing their original movies. But they dropped their 25 days of Christmas schedule. Um, they're doing the November, you know, the pre-Christmas schedule right now for the month of November. So you can check that out. We have that schedule on our website at christmasmoviespotlight.com. But they dropped the official, official December schedule, and it has holiday favorites and new premieres. And while 31 Nights of Halloween has come and gone, Freeform's 25 Days of Christmas schedule has arrived with holiday classics and brand-new premieres. For the first time ever, Freeform's annual Christmas lineup set to kick off on December 1st, according to a press release, will include the cable debut of timeless holiday classics such as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and those titles, of course, aren't the only classics on Freeform's Holly Jolly roster. They also are going to air The Little Drummer Boy, Home Alone, Dr. Seuss, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Richie Rich's Christmas Wish, are all set to join the hoopla of Yule Logs burning and chestnuts roasting on open fire this holiday season. And so with the old, of course, comes the new. In addition to the classics, Freeform has unveiled a roster of original programs to take on the Christmas season. Ghosting the Spirit of Christmas um, invokes It's a Wonderful Life, but with a millennial twist. Um, and they also have Good Trouble, on the other hand, will air a two-hour holiday special that reunite, reunites the cast of the Fosters. So if you are a fan of the Fosters show, you definitely want to check that out. And we'll be talking more about those as we get closer to those air dates. But um, but you know what? I'm so excited about this. I mean, of course, it's another channel to watch during the holiday season. But the fact they're going to air the classics. I was looking at the schedule and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Everybody's got their favorites. And I do say favorites with an S because there's just. Really no possible way to pick just one. You know what I mean? No. And I'm a Rudolph fan. I love Frosty, Mm -hmm. too. But I am a Rudolph. For me, seeing that, you know, CBS has always had the rights to it. I mean, they've always aired it. They may steal this year. I don't know. But, um, but, you know, when you you see that being advertised that it's going to air, it's just there's something nostalgic and synonymous with, okay, now – it feels like the holiday season because Rudolph is going to air on TV. And there's exactly. also something about now, you know, seeing it on social, seeing on social media when people are watching it and it, you feel like a community because you're all sitting there watching it together, even though you're in respective places. It's kind of really cool. But, um, but yeah, talk about taking you back. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, it, it, I mean, Rudolph has always been my favorite too. And I can just remember, I could see myself watching it as a kid in front of the TV with the family. Yep. Love it. That is a, that is a Christmas tradition. If there ever was one for many, many families. And lastly, in lieu of wacky food news, because there was none to be had this week. And this is not wacky at all. This is actually so cool. Michael Buble. Oh, love him. He dropped mm-hmm. a new version of White Christmas on Friday, and it is absolutely spectacular. And um, if you've not had a chance to check that out, go to YouTube and Google, you know, search for it. It'll pop right up, and it is amazing. I love this version. I mean, I like this initial version. And if it's Michael Bublé, you can't go wrong. I mean, he's just, everything he does is good. <laughs> so. 
And I'm going to still think about putting that coal in your stocking because you know my favorite song is White Christmas. You know my favorite movie is White Christmas. I do adore Michael Buble. And I'm just finding out about this now on this show. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, when I found out about it, about 30 minutes before we went to airtime, Oh, okay. Then so, maybe I'll forgive you. I didn't have. I, didn't, I was sending you, you other stuff uh, right down to the wire of airtime. So I didn't even have time. I saw it. I threw it in, and I said, "I'm gonna mention this to the the listeners," and didn't even have time to send you the link. Um, but I will. Don't worry. And um, mm-hmm. so, yeah. But it's good, and I know how much you love White Christmas. That's why I wanted to especially mention it in the show today. Well, so thank there you, you very have much. It. So please don't put coal in my stocking. I already got okay. coal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So far, you're still on the road of not getting coal. So we're, okay, we're good. Okay, I'm so happy about that. I'll do what I can to stay on your good side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a bit of trivia for you. It's just oh boy. a small It's just a small bit. Okay. How How did elves become part of Christmas? I mean, who in the world thought, hey, elves, let's get them to make toys and, you know, help Santa and, you know, do all that stuff, keep people in line? How do you, how do you think that came always up? Worked, they've always worked for Santa at the North Pole in the work toy shop. What kind of question is that? <laughs> You've heard the elves have always been a part of Christmas for that very reason. How uh-huh. else did Santa get all the made? <laughs> Well, elves became linked with Santa Claus in the 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, better known today as The Night Before Christmas. That poem refers to Santa Claus as a jolly old elf in Iceland, and children don't await Santa Claus. They wait for 13 Yule lads who leave gifts in their shoes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you didn't think about that one, did you? <laughs> you have just burst the biggest childhood bubble I ever had. Are you trying to tell me? She loves doing this. This is payback for going to church for free, folks. I know it is. It's not true. Don't believe it. She's just making stuff up. You know, it's on the Internet. Now you got to believe it. Um, um you're telling me that all these years that I have thought that Santa delivered toys to me and my gifts, that no, not at all. It was the elves. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> According to the story, yes. But let me also <laughs> ask you this, in accordance with elves that we're speaking of, I'm not talking about elves. I can't talk about elves. I'll never look at him again. <laughs> well, you know, we don't know how tall Santa really is. He could be the size of an elf. You, you know, you just don't know. <laughs> you are just okay, parents. If you've got kids listening to this, please shut their ears. Tell them it's all mentally. It's just a drink. He has no. Well, I highly doubt that the children are listening because I think this is more of an adult show. But have you you ever used the elf tradition, elf on the shelf? No, absolutely not. Okay. 
Well, I never heard of it until a few years ago when I was watching something on social media. And there was this woman who was moving the elf around. It was late at night. She says, oh, I got to move my elf. And so she moved it from one spot to the other. And she said, well, this way the kids will know that, you know, he's, he's watching them. And I thought, what in the world is she talking about? So I found out after the fact, but I also found this. It says, Elf on the Shelf is a Christmas tradition where a special scout is sent to your home from the North Pole to encourage kids to behave themselves. The idea is that Santa's little helper watches the children by day and each night he or she returns to the North Pole to report on whether the children were naughty or nice. Okay, well, all I'm going to say about Elf on the Shelf, well, I have several things, but the main thing I want to say is when we were growing up, all it took was our parents to say, Santa is watching. If you do not say exactly. anything. <laughs> we didn't have this little elf floating around from place to place in our home <laughs> in a different location doing god-awful, asinine, stupid things each and every day. I mean, I have friends, Well, think about it. Maybe there's some children that need extra watching. So, uh, (laughs) but there's, you know, since I found out about that, there's a lot more people that I know of that actually do follow that tradition. So, you know, everybody's got their own little thing. I just used to tell my children when I was raising them, when they were growing up, is that the same thing my parents told me. We never pulled out elves. We just didn't have to pull out the elf. You know, the only thing that I ever, I mean, anything that my parents, they didn't pull out an elf. They were threatening me with, do you want me to get the belt? You know, if we didn't stick. Right. <laughs> if Santa, uh, you know, thing didn't stick, it was the next step was the belt. So it was like, but, you know, since discipline is now gone by the wayside, I guess the elves have to work. But, um, but you know, I have seen in many places, you know, I have some friends on Facebook who they really get into this um, every year and they'll post the pictures um, on, you know, Facebook every day of what they've done. And some of them come up with some really creative things, but I'm convinced this is more of an excuse for adults to play with dolls. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. Really playing with the elves. They're just, it's just kind of used as a, a bargaining chip, if you will. You know, the elf is watching and, you know, and parents using their creativity to have fun with their children with this whole elf on the shelf thing. Um, but as far as, I mean, this was not really a fad per se when my kids were young enough to even consider or ponder doing that. Um, and if it had been, I don't think I would have. Um, it's just too much work. It's kind of like trying to remember to play tooth fairy when your child loses a tooth and then you forget because <laughs> you're so busy. Oh my gosh. You don't ever forget the tooth fairy woman. What is wrong with you? One time it was bad. Oh. <laughs> my children need an elf on the shelf to get me, get me. Yeah. Play, you know? <laughs> Definitely. Oh my gosh. It'll be Christmas before you know it. So be sure to go to HallmarkChannel.com for tips on holiday planning and to see the full schedule of Hallmark's amazing holiday movie premiere. Countdown to Christmas, celebrating 10 years of great holiday movies. Yes, 
it will be Christmas before you know it, and we already know this because we are in the throes of Christmas movie season already. We're in week three, if you can believe that, coming up, um, and some great movies are on the slate. This is the first week that we're really starting to see an uptick in the movies, the number of movies, and it's going to increase as the weeks go along. Make no mistake, because there are, last count, I think 115 original movie premieres across the networks, the theater, the whole nine yards. And we've got quite a few to share with you today. And kicking off this segment, we're going to discuss um, the two Hallmark Channel movies that are going to be airing next weekend. And the first up being Picture a Perfect Christmas, which airs on Hallmark Channel Saturday, November 7th at um, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. It stars Merritt Patterson and John Core. And the movie centers around an extreme sports photographer who returns home for the holiday to look after her grandmother and ends up lending a helping hand to a neighbor who needs assistance watching his nephew. Now let's go on location to get a behind-the-scenes sneak peek at a picture, a perfect Christmas. Hi, everyone. I am Merritt Patterson. And I'm John Core. Welcome to the set of our original countdown to Christmas movie. It's always fun to do a Christmas film. And with this particular script, Sophie finds out that her grandmother Louise hurt her foot. And I think the grandmother slightly dramatizes it in order to get her to come home for Christmas. I'm so glad you could come on such short notice. Me too. <laughs> and then while she's home, she is introduced to the neighbor. The scene in which David first meets Sophie is one of my favorites. What do you mean, huh? And there's Spark. I'm guessing you're not a nanny. No, she's a photographer. I've seen your pictures. They're really cool. I like this kid. The dialogue is so quick. It's very quick. It's very fast paced. Are you getting the impression that maybe... My grandmother is playing amateur matchmaker? Oh, yeah. Uh, not that you don't seem really great. Oh, you too, and, it, and it's a huge compliment. Oh, thanks. I'm just really busy with work. Mm, ditto. And I have a boyfriend. Oh, and there's that. And we don't even live in the same state. No, it's a total non-starter. I agree. He um, actually adopted his nephew. Cheers. David is raising Troy. I had a really good time today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he's pulling it all off. He's doing really well, but he's always just making it. <clears throat> you know, he's always running a little behind. We've seen film. <sighs> I'm so sorry I'm late. Um... <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you're always running behind, huh? I think she's really drawn to him. He's a really great, loving, caring, well-rounded man, and they spend <laughs> a lot of time together. He's got so much heart. There's also a dog. The character dog is Riggs, and Digit is playing Riggs. She is actually quite famous. <laughs> she has a full list of credits. <laughs> the story is, of course, very much about the spirit of Christmas. It's just what you do. It's just someone needs help, then you help them. And she does that with her grandmother, and she does that with Troy, helping to look after him because David's super busy with work, and there's something about it that feels so good. So that's all we can show you for now, but please make sure to tune in when our new movie premieres. As part of Countdown to Christmas on Hallmark Channel. This one is going to be really good. I love that they paired these two up together. And, you know, I, there's just something about when they don't get along in the beginning that is really cool, even though you know at the end they're going to be together. I just love it. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. even though, you know, even though we know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And there's always something, you know, I think extra special when you have a child that's part of the main cast and kind of ties the two main characters together and you get to see them, um, you know, 
what they bring to the story, so to speak. And I know that Hallmark is, you know, they've they've done a great job with incorporating children into all their movies. But especially at Christmas time, there's just something extra special and magical when you have children that are, you know, part of the lead leading mm-hmm. storyline and just carry it throughout. It just you come away with such a great feeling, even more so. Exactly. Children, animals, Christmas, parents, loved ones, everything that all goes together. So hey, what more yeah. can you ask for? That's true. And and speaking of animals, recently Merritt Patterson spoke about what it's like to work with animals on set. Let's take a listen. I haven't worked with a lot of animals on set in the past, so it's fun to see how it works. So Steve is Gidget's wrangler and he is generally on set when the camera's on her and he'll kind of stand off to the side and it's usually food driven so he has treats and he has all these different commands that he'll give from afar and she'll she'll just look right at him and pay attention and there are a few scenes where I get to interact with the dog and Troy, Luke, uh, gets to interact with the dog and so we usually have like treats in our pockets and she'll basically do anything with with the smell of treat. (laughs) So there you have it. That's how we we know. Now we know how they get the animals to do what they do on set. <laughs> <laughs> animals do not turn down food for anything. They'll do just right. anything for food, you know. <laughs> so, well, be sure to check out Picture a Perfect Christmas Saturday, November 9th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. And please also tune in for an exclusive interview with John Corr, which will air Saturday, also Saturday, November 9th at 7 p.m. 6 Central, an hour before the movie airs. Watch for the listen link on our social. Definitely. That was a good one. Yes, it was. <laughs> Next up on the Hallmark Channel is The Mistletoe Secret, and that airs on Sunday, November 10th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, starring Kelly Pickler, Tyler Hines, and Patrick Duffy. When Aria convinces a famous travel writer to do a feature story on her beloved hometown, it looks like the town's tourism drop is about to be reversed. However, when the travel girl and his ghost writer both show up, Aria is torn between the two. Now let's go on location for an exclusive behind-the-scenes sneak peek at the Mistletoe Secret. I'm Kelly Pickler, and I am playing Aria Eubanks. I'm Tyler Hines, and I'm playing Alex Bartlett. I live in Midway, Utah, and I'm trying to bring business to my small town. I think I may have a solution. Sterling Masters, who is a TV host who does specials on tourist destinations, she's hoping that he will do a special on her town, revitalizing the town's business. Sterling Masters, it's really you in my diner. She's a big fan of his writing. Turns out I am actually the writer behind that show, Sterling Masters is the Face. And so I go to this small town reluctantly, and I meet Kelly Pickler's character and immediately become a little smitten with her. Now this man's... They are night and day, but it uh, blossoms into a beautiful relationship. Don't miss our new holiday movie premiere. Only on Hallmark Channel. I love that he used the word smitten. I know. I was making same. <laughs> and Tyler Hines has got a voice. He's got one of those voices that I always like to affectionately refer to as that voice. And, right. And, um, 
you know, I remember when we interviewed him last holiday season, and he was just a joy to talk with. But I'm liking the two of them in, you know, pairing up for this movie. I'm interested to see what kind of chemistry they're going to have. I think it's going to be great. Um, But this will be Kelly's third movie with Hallmark. And I think, you know, there was a lot of um, commentary, if you will, on social media about her acting um, when Christmas and Graceland came out last year. I personally liked it. Kelly is a North Carolina girl like myself, so she's near and dear to my heart. Um, but, you know, of course, she didn't have the acting skills that other people have that have been doing this forever. But considering this was her first feature film, I thought she did a great job. And obviously I, she's doing a good job because this is the third movie she's going to be in for Hallmark. <laughs> you know, I can't agree with you more. I really did not see anything wrong with her acting at all. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed her very much. So I'm looking forward to this movie. Well, Kelly has such a, she is the epitome of what, you know, you would think of when it, when people say Southern hospitality. Um mm-hmm. You know, and when she first appeared on American Idol and was in, I think it was season four, I thought, oh, my gosh. But, you know, she's just kind of really blossomed into this wonderful performer, well-rounded individual. Um, And if you ever get a chance to hear her backstory of how she was brought up and the life that she had and to see where she is today in spite of that, no one ever thought she would ever make anything of herself because of, you know, her life and her upbringing. So she was raised by a grandmother. So to see her doing what she's doing today, I just applaud her. And go, Kelly. Go, girl. (laughs) Exactly. And don't miss The Mistletoe Secret airing Sunday, November 10th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central on the Hallmark Channel. Well, next up, we're going to move into the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries um, shows or movies that will be airing next weekend. And the first one will be A Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas which airs Thursday, November 7th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. It stars Rachel Lee Cook and Benjamin Ayers. And the story goes, hotel manager Willow returns to her stunning Virginia hometown to help her sister plan a Christmas wedding at the end her family once owned. She must work with the current owner and single dad, David, who wants to let go of the past. Now, Unfortunately, there is no preview for this movie. Hallmark has not released anything on it. It's a little disappointing because, you know, from what I've read about it, I think it's going to be a really cute movie. Um, Rachel Lee Cook and Benjamin Ayers are both phenomenal actors. This will be the first time they've appeared on screen together. So it'll be interesting to see their dynamic and their chemistry. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's just not anything out there yet. And I think it's it may be because they may have recently – finished um you know they may have finished recently wrapped the movie and just have not had time to you know release trailers and stuff in time um so the promotion is not there yet but it will be i'm sure so pam there's not really much to say because we don't have a preview yet but um hopefully we'll get one very soon Yeah, exactly, and I have no doubt that it's going to be good. I actually like those type of movies, a Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas, the mountain Mm -hmm. Christmas-type movies. You know, those are some of my favorites, like Dolly Parton did, and uh, Travis, and I can't think of his last name. He's a country singer. 
Travis Tritt? I think it's Travis Tritt that did was one. It Randy, Travis? Randy Travis? Randy Travis. That's what it is. Okay. Randy Travis. And he did a mountain Christmas type movie, um, which I absolutely love. And and I, I, if I remember correctly, and it takes a lot for me to cry, I cried. <laughs> oh, well, now. <laughs> well, I imagine, too, you know, depending upon where this was filmed, I know Hallmark films a lot of their movies in Canada. But I know this year particularly they filmed in some locations around the U.S. But I know the scenery because it says Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas. It's going to be gorgeous, and the setting is set in Virginia, so that's kind of, you know, Virginia borders North Carolina, so I know that's a beautiful state, lots of beautiful scenery, Um, and the Blue Ridge Parkway runs all the way, you know, from Tennessee, North Carolina, up through Virginia. It's beautiful if you've never been on it with tons of overlooks, so I imagine the scenery is going to be pretty amazing in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, don't miss a Blue Ridge Mountain Christmas airing Thursday, November 7th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central. And next up is Holiday for Heroes, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, Friday, November 8th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central, starring Melissa Claire Egan and Mark Lucas. After a year's worth of letters exchanged between Audrey Brown and soldier Matt Evans, their worlds collide for the first time off the page. Will the spirit of the season bring Matt and Audrey's love beyond their letters? Well, I guess we'll have to tune in to see. But in the meantime, let's go on location behind the scenes with Holiday for Heroes. Hi, I'm Melissa Claire Egan, and I am playing Audrey Brown in Holiday for Heroes. Audrey is a really hard worker. She owns her own sweet little coffee shop with her best friend Jade, and she starts writing love letters to First Sergeant Matt Evans. She starts sending him coffee, and he writes her a thank you letter. I hope it's okay that I'm writing to you. Your brother Devin gave me your address so I could thank you for your amazing coffee that he shared with me. It reminded me so much of home at the holidays. Dear First Sergeant Evans, I'm so happy you like the coffee. When it comes to Christmas spirit, I operate at a 10. I am Mark Lucas, and I am playing First Sergeant Matt Evans in our movie. I start a pen pal relationship with the sister. It starts as me thanking her, and then you see this kind of spark happen, and the stars align, and I get stationed in Connecticut. And then First Sergeant Matt Evans just shows up at her coffee shop one day. Matt? Yeah. I'm actually here. Audrey and Matt's relationship is really special because they got to know each other through letters and they got to know each other as people, as human beings, before they ever met face to face. They didn't even know what each other looked like. So it's a very rare, unique, beautiful, romantic story. There's something with Audrey, something I've never felt before. It feels like I need to stay here. See if something happens with us. He witnesses firsthand how Audrey is to the people in her town, how caring she is, how much she gives to the people around her, and she sees the same in him, and the love story kind of unfolds from there. If you have to leave, I'll keep writing you. Me too. It's been so fun to be a part of this movie because the writing's so beautiful and the love story's so beautiful, but it's also so special because it deals with people that are in the military and people missing their families who are abroad and can't come home for the holidays, which is heartbreaking. We just got word that he's in the field here for a few more weeks. I won't be home for Christmas. 
There's something about being in a military story when you address divided family right out of the gate. We know how to throw a party. We really do. I just wish they could all be here to see it. We'll send them lots of pictures. It's been really special to be able to tell this story that has so many dimensions and so many different layers to it. Oh, that's going to be a movie that tugs at your heart. And mm-hmm. I can't wait to see it just for the storyline and, you know, anything to do with the military. But also, I cannot wait to see Melissa Claire Egan in this role. I mm-hmm. have watched her on All My Children for years, and now I'm the Young and the Restless. So this is like a totally different venue for her to be in. Yes. And, you know, I have to applaud Hallmark because for the last several years, they have always released as part of their count, you know, their Christmas lineup, a military themed movie. And it's always released in November around Veterans Day to coincide with that. And and I have to applaud them. They really do a good job of recognizing our military family, our military personnel mm-hmm. and you know, and, and so major, major kudos to them for that. And I agree. I I can't wait to see Melissa Claire Egan in this. What I'm wondering down the road, if we're going to see more of her start appearing in movies, um, I know she's got, you know, um, ongoing role on Y&R right now. But, um, but, you know, we know we've seen time and again many soap stars have come over to Hallmark, and they don't go back to the soap world. <laughs> they just – you know, Hallmark has done a great job of retaining them, and they obviously like the partnership because they keep making movies for them. You know, there's a whole handful now that are a part of the Hallmark family. Most definitely, and I have in the back of my mind some others that could join Hallmark, and <laughs> oh my I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily want to lose any of the ones that are on the current soaps. But, you know, if they do a movie every now and again for Hallmark, which is plausible because, you know, Mm -hmm. you get some time off and they could do both. But also some that are no longer on the soaps. I could just pick out a few and say, hey, Hallmark, knock, knock. I got some people for you. Absolutely. (laughs) And, you know, in the way Hallmark films, they do, they turn a movie in three weeks from start Mm -hmm. to finish. So they are, um, and that is one of the reasons why they're the biggest producer of movies anywhere um, because of of their schedules and the way they are able to get them out and utilize the cast of personnel that they have for their movies. And so it's plausible, like you said, to see a soap star could take a hiatus from a soap and go make a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie and come back and continue in their role. And uh, it's like the best of both worlds. You know, I mean, there's there's many, many, many to choose from, uh, even if though we've only have four soaps left. But you know who I'd really like to see do a Hallmark movie? Who? You'll probably you'll probably never guess. Is it so? Okay, what? Let's let's play hint. What soap were they on? Y and R. Uh, and they're not on there currently, correct? No, they are on there currently. Oh, they are on there currently? I know what you were thinking. <laughs> well, I was going to go down a couple of paths, but you and I yeah. already had some conversation off, right, off, the, right. off air. Um, but 
currently on YNR. Let me think about this because there are tons of. I think Christian would be good. Who plays Michael Baldwin? He would be awesome on a Hallmark he, he movie. Would, he would definitely be good, but that's not who I was thinking about. I was actually thinking about Eric Braden. Oh my gosh, yes. Could you see him doing a Hallmark, especially a military movie? Yes, yes. In that distinguished accent, it would certainly, um, is there enough money they could pay him, though? That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been, you know, he's, he's said many times to his fan base, and I've seen it on social media where he's put it out there, you know, he's he's never going to quit working. And, right. Uh, He's going to continue working as long as he can. So who knows? Maybe eventually um, he will, Hallmark will approach him and it'll all work out and we'll see him over there. But um, I hadn't thought of him, but he would be good for a military movie. Exactly. So recently, Mark Lucas shared what he loves about doing Christmas movies. So let's take a listen. You know, it's always kind of fun to shoot the big set piece scenes in the movies, you know, and this is, you know, it's it's Christmas time and the art department's amazing and our production design team and you walk into a space and suddenly it is amazingly like the best Christmas. It kind of makes your home Christmas feel like you're like, you're like, oh gosh, I'm doing nothing for Christmas comparatively, <laughs> you know. Um, and so as, as hard as those days are, because there are so many moving parts and so many other uh, other actors involved and your whole cast is together and then you have all the background players and um, they are challenging days, but they're a blast. And Don't Miss Holiday for Heroes airing Friday, November 8th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. This holiday season, Lifetime is giving you free photos with Santa. I'm super excited. So say Santa with It's a Wonderful Lifetime. Go to MyLifetime.com slash Santa to find select Brookfield Property Shopping Centers and sign up for free photos with Santa. It's a Wonderful Lifetime, all holiday season long on Lifetime. Well, I won't reiterate again, because we already spoke about this at the top of the show, but Lifetime is really knocking it out of the park. Um, and the movies that I've seen so far this year um, have just been amazing. I mean, there's really no other way to describe them other than that. They are just absolutely amazing. The stories are all so different, but they're just heartfelt. And, yes, I have cried with every single one I've seen, thinking I wasn't <laughs> going to. So Pam is laughing and Every time I send her a text, she's, I know she goes, she's probably tired of me texting her about these Lifetime movies, but at the same time, she's just relishing in the fact that I'm texting about the Lifetime movies. So she can say, I told you so. But um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not annoyed. I am relishing. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That was a great choice of words, Tom. But the, the movies coming up next weekend are no exception to the roster of 30 films that they have for of holiday offerings for this season. And uh, coming up on Saturday, November 9th at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, is called Radio Christmas, and it stars Keisha Knight-Pulliam, Tim Reed, Belinda Montgomery, and Michael Xavier. 
And when her Philadelphia radio station is closed for repairs during the holidays, DJ Kara Porter, played by Keisha Knight Pulliam, is forced to broadcast from the small town of Bethlehem. Imagine that. Despite uh, desperate to increase her numbers and get promoted outside of Radio Christmas, a year-round Christmas station, Kara seeks to uncover the identity of the town's secret Santa, an anonymous benefactor that saved all of Bethlehem's Christmas festivities. Along the way, she discovers the true meaning of family, community, love, and, of course, Christmas. Well... It's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that need to learn that lesson. So this mm-hmm. would be a good movie for them to watch. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, I think that you contacted Lifetime in advance of this season when they were making their selections. And you were like, you know, I've got a really good friend who has not been real, you know, keen on watching your network so you've got to make movies this year that are going to pull her in. So this ra- this movie is about radio, which is my lifetime passion. I've been involved in radio just about my whole life. And a year-round Christmas station is the setting where this, this character is working. Come on now. I'll go if you don't want it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, how cool is this, you know? All right. <laughs> See, this, you're working your magic. You, you're, yeah. you're pulling me into this whole network. So now we'll be yeah. texting about other movies outside of the holiday season. <laughs> well, be sure to check out Radio Christmas Saturday, November 9th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. You're listening to Radio Christmas. This holiday season, all she wants for Christmas is for her dad to find love. Christmas wishes can come true. You know what a 10-year-old wants for Christmas? Yeah, no. I don't think that's the one. (laughs) You are one of the most amazing human beings that I have ever met. I can feel the magic in... Lisa Knight-William finds love. Yay! In Radio Christmas. Premiere Saturday, November 9th at 8 on Lifetime. And there you go. Next up on Lifetime is A Sweet Christmas Romance, which airs Sunday, November 10th at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, starring Adelaide Kane, Grayston Holt, well, I hope I don't mess up this gentleman's name, Hamza Foed, and Loretta Devine. When food stylist Holly, played by Adelaide Kane, returns home for Christmas, she learns that Loretta, played by Loretta Devine, how convenient is that to have that name, right? <laughs> The elderly owner of her favorite childhood bakery is retiring and has started a contest to give the bakery away to whoever can recreate her famous 12 Days of Christmas recipes. Holly enters, despite not being much of a cook, uh uh-oh, when a local baker named Brad, who is played by Grayston Holt, also enters the contest. And the two adversaries end up cooking up something special together for the holidays. Ooh. Well, I can picture that now. Oops. Uh, mm-hmm. What? No, you get out of my kitchen. No, you get out of my kitchen. I Mine's better. <laughs> Taste this. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. Yep. That's going to be interesting for sure. <laughs> so don't miss a sweet christmas romance airing sunday november 10th at 8 eastern 7 central on lifetime 
Well, you're going to close the bakery. It's your life's work. Let love. We came up with an idea. Whisk you away. A baking contest. The prize is the bakery. Would the best baker win? Adelaide Gaines. You're a great teacher. Grace and Holt. We make a good team. <laughs> and Loretta Devine. You can find the magic. A Sweet Christmas Romance premieres Sunday, November 10th at 8, only on Lifetime. Well, that is going to be a great movie. And uh, again, Lifetime, two great movies to look forward to next weekend. And also, coming up on Up TV, or UPTV, as Pam likes to refer to them, um, great movie called Rock and Roll Christmas coming up on Sunday, November 10th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. It stars Beverly Mitchell, Catherine Mary Stewart, and David Pennard. And an estranged mother-daughter country music duo reunite after 10 years apart to release a Christmas single after a video of them goes viral. Now they're going to need a lot of forgiveness and a little Christmas magic to write a song that perfectly captures the spirit of Christmas and brings their family back together. Now here's an extended sneak peek from Rock and Roll Christmas. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to see history in the making when these two powerhouses take the stage. What are you talking about? Did you know about this? Show what's going on. This is not what I signed up for. The Roses. <laughs> Mother. It was the only way to get you two in the same place. Your old record label wants a Roses reunion. We all do. No. This is what they're willing to pay. got to be different. Say that again. What exactly did they want for this offer? A Christmas EP. They want to release the songs on Christmas Eve. Looking forward to digging into this with the both of you. I'm Smith. I think I'm beginning to get in the Christmas spirit. I want to spend Christmas with Grandma. I just want us to be a family, that's all. <laughs> There's a lot of history there. It broke my heart. We had such a good thing going, and she left for that harebrained idea. That Love? Would you like to go out tonight? When my mom digs her heels in. I was the one who kept you safe. It was you and me. You were suffocating me. Neither of you can look past your own noses to see what you have. Your music. This was never going to work. Why couldn't you just get along? She's just so stubborn. Oh, come on, Bonnie. You're two peas in a pod. I'm sorry if I held you back. I just needed to fail on my own to know how much I needed you. How much we needed each other. Well, let well, me just is... say, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let me just say one thing. Christmas, rock and roll, and the cast, I'm there. I know, I know. It's going to be a great movie. And I think um, Up TV has upped, as I said last week, they've upped their game this year, too, for their movie offerings. Um, it's going to be great. I mean, if the trailer is any indication, I'm looking forward to it. Well, we're going to keep moving right along in the essence of time. Netflix, as we know, is already 
bringing to viewers great Christmas movies for this holiday season. They have more original offerings this year, too. And one of the movies, which we just learned about, um, it kind of escaped and flew under our radar screen, so we didn't know that to tell you about this last week. But it just premiered on Friday, November 1st, and it's called Santa Girl, and it stars Barry Bostwick, Jennifer Stone, and Devin Werkheiser. And when Santa's daughter, Cassie, gets a chance to experience the real world by attending college, will she ever want to return to her North Pole destiny? Here's an extended sneak peek at Santa Girl. I got in. A real university in the real world. <laughs> I'm going to learn everything. <laughs> Does your dad know? Oh, he's going to kill me. Might I say you're looking mighty sharp. No sugar, no carbs, discipline. I applied to college and I got in. Yay. <laughs> Why would you want to leave the North Pole? This is the real world. This isn't like home. Bring in the bag! You're special. You're a princess. Billy Stevens. Naughty. Chad DeFranco. Naughty. None of these boys are nice. She's a nice one. This is my first time away from home. I just want a normal college experience. Cassandra Claus. Present! Can I give you a hand? I'm JR. Oh, I'm, I'm Cassie Claus. Cassie Claus. Hey, I'm Sam. Hi have an early Christmas present for you. But it's 102 days until Christmas. Very weird that you know that. There's an amazing party tonight, and, well, I need a date. That's so naughty! There's a situation back in my hometown, and it's not changing. This merger with Jack Frost will ensure that Christmas will go on and on and on. I'm engaged to someone I never met. Like an arranged marriage? We have an agreement. Our children will marry. Our empires will merge. I don't want to marry someone I've never met. Our contract clearly states that the wedding must take place on Christmas Eve. Goodness, charity, comes to things of the past. Not him, Kathy. That's not the guy for you. You don't know him. I know you. What do you think of my daughter? I think she's the most beautiful girl I've ever met. Your dad would have a reindeer if he found out. Your dad would have a reindeer if he found out. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I actually love that song they're playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm going to have to Google that and see who sings it. That's really cute. But the clips, the the preview is very, very cute. So I'm definitely going to have to check out that out on um, Netflix. Yeah, and that's another great thing about Netflix. You can go back and watch it at any time, even if you missed it. No, so. that's beautiful. <laughs> Especially for us. <laughs> it's perfect. So next up on Netflix is Let It Snow, and that premieres on Friday, November 8th, and it stars Kiernan Shipka, Shamik Moore, Mitchell Hope, Anna Akana, Odea Rush, Isabella Monair, and Joan Cusack. I think Dawn purposely gives me the names that are hard to read. (laughs) Well, it's either hearing you read them in your Chicago dialect or me try to read them in my southern dialect, which no one would understand what I was trying to say. So you definitely make them sound a lot better. (laughs) Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) 
Now, there's only a short, brief description on this movie, and it says three interconnected holiday stories converge during a Christmas Eve snowstorm. So here's an extended sneak peek at Let It Snow. This place is beautiful. It's like the perfect holiday card. Snow hides a lot. It's like the space of weather. You can do a lot worse in this place, trust me. Tell her that you like her. You know, I've noticed since I was five years old. It's not that easy. You just have to tell her you want the same relationship plus boning. Tobin! Hey, what's up? Yeah, I'm up good. See you downstairs when you found a bra. Christmas Eve bash. Come one, come all. Boom. He's gonna break up with me. You would have to be the dumbest human being on earth to do that. Like, dumber than the people who blow on ice cream before they eat it. That girl and I have a thing. Have you ever been with someone and you stay up until like 4 a.m. just talking about everything and you're just like, I can't believe I get to exist at the same time as you? No. But, like, I'm really happy for you. I realized that life is just a bunch of stuff you can't control. But is that a bad thing? Anything can happen. Good, bad, anything. Hooking up with them. No, they're not hooking up. Yes. Well, that sounds really good. I'm looking forward to watching that one. <laughs> I was listening to the last punchline, and I was thinking, what is Pam going to say as we go into the discussion about this? How do you follow that? I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, from what I've seen, on a serious note, I've seen a lot of um, articles and stuff on social media about this movie, and they're predicting it to be the biggest um christmas movie on netflix this year so i guess we'll see but um but yeah the the clip sounded really cute so i think i will watch that all right well we're gonna move right along pam i didn't know if you had any i think you just became speechless (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know if you were gonna say anything else but since you're not we're gonna move right along because i am so excited to talk about this next movie um only because we had the opportunity to interview the actor last holiday season thinking that his movie was going to be released and uh it was not but it is going to be now and i'm talking about a kiss on candy cane lane it is due to premiere on amazon itunes and everywhere that you can find streaming on demand content and um it will premiere on Tuesday, November 5th, and it stars Jillian Murray, George Stoltz, and Holly 
Gagnier. And the story goes, the successful romance novelist heads home for the holidays for the first time and runs into an old flame who broke her heart. Here's an extended sneak peek at A Kiss on Candy Cane Lane. You'll be leaving soon, right? Don't want to miss your flight. I'm packing right now. I'll get in a minute. We're all excited to see you. It's been too long. Enjoy the time with your family. I will be right here when you get back. Glad you came. Well, Jillian. Oh, my baby. It's so good to see you. Dude, you just missed it. Jane was here. Jennifer Monroe. Mark's girlfriend all through college. You dated Jennifer Monroe, the novelist? It's not a big deal. And now she makes a whole lot of money writing about him. Those stories could be about anyone. Yeah, but they're not. Didn't think you were ever going to come home. It's just so much easier staying away from this place. I saw you with Mark today. <laughs> Tell me everything. There's nothing. Really. Come on. Can I buy you a drink? I'd really like to catch up. Sorry, guys. Last minute date with an old friend. Old friend? Wow. You look beautiful. That boy never stops loving you. Hi. I'm Lucas. Jennifer's oh, boyfriend. Of course. Yeah. Lucas, what are you doing here? You should be proud of yourself. You made a life for yourself outside of this town, and that takes guts. This week was just way too perfect to be true. have waited a whole year. I should say we have waited a whole year mm-hmm. to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely there. I have Amazon Prime and November 5th. Here I come. I know. I'm going to say watch it too. I can't wait. Um, I'm with you. I mean, um, when we interviewed George Stultz a year ago, and I think it was like late summer, early September, but it was he had finished filming the movie. Uh, a few weeks prior to that, and it was one of the funnest interviews Pam and I have ever had in all the years that we have done interviews, and when the the way he described this movie, Pam and I knew this was going to be a great movie, and I'm just, I'm disappointed that it, you know, that it's on demand, which is great because people can watch it as much as they want, when they want kind of thing, but I really thought that it was going to go to Lifetime or Hallmark or one of those folks, you know, for this season. And But nonetheless, I'm just glad it's out. I'm so excited. Um, but coming up this Monday, tomorrow, in fact, November 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, we have an exclusive interview with George Stultz. So you can definitely check it out and find out all about the movie and everything he's been up to. It was a fun interview. You will roll. You will laugh the entire time because we were in stitches the whole time. So you definitely want to tune in for that. And we'll be sending out the links uh, later on this evening after the show. So you will know where to tune in. Definitely. I'm on it. And next up, another on-demand movie, which, Dawn, I didn't Mm -hmm. know about this one. And let me tell you, Ooh, ooh, ooh. Charlie <laughs> Charlie's Christmas Wish, starring Diane Ladd, Lindsay McKeon, Aidan Turner, and Tony Hudson. Now, before I get on to the brief description of the movie, let me tell you, I'm not even sure if Dawn knows this, but I, she may. I love and adore 
Aiden Turner. So I am over the moon that he is doing this Christmas movie. Yeah, he's um he's very easy on the eyes. Very easy on the eyes indeed. Have you seen the trailer for this? Well, didn't I just say I just found out about this movie, woman? Get on it. <laughs> I know. I'm so bad. The trailer's amazing, and let me tell you, eye candy he is in this movie. <laughs> oh. Well, let's go to the brief description before I lose it all together. A war vet with severe PTSD struggles to bond with his family's newly adopted shelter dog, Charlie, as his wife tries to hold the family together for the holidays. As he bonds with Charlie, he meets several homeless vets and finds inspiration. And here's an extended sneak peek at Charlie's Christmas Wish. This is the one. John! Dad, you really home? This is the famous Charlie. Charlie brings a lot of happiness to the town. You know I hate little dogs. Welcome home. I'm Hank. Vietnam, 67, 68. My family doesn't know where or how I'm living. I don't even know how to talk to them anymore. After serving your country, this is this is where you live now in, in tents. When your dad returned from his tour in Korea, he found it difficult to to reunite with people. Homeless veteran situation is twice as complicated. The PTSD will begin to have less of a grip on you when you have a renewed sense of purpose. Today, this town found out that it is that great men that have served this country, veterans. They don't have a home. Why didn't you say anything? I, I didn't want to be a burden or a problem. You're never a burden. I say we get a team together and we build these vets a house. Now, who's with me? Help. With what? I need to raise more money and get some more hands on deck so we can finish these houses before Christmas. Well, thanks. You know, you and Charlie are really inspiring. You know that? Another heart tugger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, moving right along, we are now going to move into the theatrical releases that are due out in the next week, and uh, there is one that is going to be premiering Monday, November fourth. It's going to be in limited theaters, so you want to check your local listings. It's called Christmas Jars, starring Jenny Ross, Jennifer Gibson, Ron Lee, Tara Yelland, and Markian Tarasuk. And an eager and talented young writer who finds a jar filled with money at her door is determined to find the person responsible for the selfless act. Here's an extended sneak peek at Christmas Jars. I just scheduled a pitch meeting for tomorrow, and I'd like you to be there. I'd love to. To serve peppermint hot chocolate. I really wanted to make my mom proud. I took this job because I want to be a journalist. Hope, your mom was already super proud of you. Sorry to hear about your mom. Someone left us at my door. 
Christmas jar. Maybe one of the neighbors dropped it. The first person you ask is going to take it from you. I think people are better than that. I don't know what world you live in, but I can assure you they're not. I discovered a message board of jar recipients. I found this jar at my door. Someone actually wanted to do something nice for me. That changed everything. This whole thing is totally snowballed, and some people have now been inspired to start jars of their own. Where do you think this idea came from? And that's what I want to figure out and write about. I'm dying to know who's behind this. What if they don't want their story told? I always knew there was a reason I went DC over Marvel. Detective Comics, eh? There is a long history of journalists in this country going undercover for the sake of a good story. Well, you know I'm not really stalking him. You seem to know what you're doing out here. I should. Let's see what you got. <gasps> Where do you come from? Everybody likes a good love story. This one's a romantic. Thanks, Dad. Listen, we have to be really quick. Mom's the word. Still haven't told them yet? I can't yet. I haven't exactly been honest with the Maxwells. Don't fight it. Embrace it. This jar filled with change. It renewed my faith. And now you want to pull the plug. We're running the Christmas jar store and that's final. You know, I'm scared. Scared of what? Scared of this moment. These jars are proof that the magic of Christmas is real. That's the real spirit of giving. like there's a lot of falling down in that movie <laughs> i was thinking the same but um but the clip was really cute and i believe i am going to watch this because i love a movie where you know of course christmas movies are always feel good but one that you know is centers around philanthropy and you don't know who the philanthropist is and it inspires other people to want to do the same it's kind of like being in line at starbucks and you pay for someone's you know, you pay for the person in front of you, and then they pay for yours, and it kind of it's like a snowball effect. So I love things like that. So this yeah, the really pay it, the pay it forward thing. Pay I, it forward. Like. There you go. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, also on Netflix on November eighth, which is Friday, is a movie called Claws. Now I can't tell you who stars in it because it's animated. Uh, this Netflix <laughs> Netflix original, hand-drawn, animated comedy telling how a desperate postal worker invents Santa Claus when he's assigned to a remote Scandinavian town. Directed by Despicable Me co-creator Sergio Pablos and featuring the voices of Jason Schwartzman, Rashida Jones, J.K. Simmons, and Joan Cusack. And here's an extended peek of Claus. Um, hello? <laughs> Jesper Johansson, postman. Oh, uh, Mr. Klaus, you have a gift. You were meant for making toys. So, I figured, if you donate your old toys, I'll deliver them for free. Tonight, I go with you. There's no need for you to come with me, really. Tonight, then. Mr. Klaus, he'll make his toy. <gasps> Dear Mr. 
Klaus. Dear Mr. Klaus. Shall we then? Yep. <gasps> Mr. Klaus is the coolest. Klaus? What about me? Ow! What the? Loser! Oh, yeah? Well, if I'm a loser, then you're, you're a, you're a, uh, yeah, you're too far. You're gone. Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? This is Smearinsburg, the unhappiest place on earth. And you two can't change that. The postman and toy maker are brainwashing everyone. We need to show people that a true selfless act always sparks another. Hi. What's happening right now? Oh, no. Oh, what happened? Not a word. You just sit there. Be all magical and awesome. Jesper, we're doing it. Let's go. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Really? That's how you laugh? We're running out of time. Those kids are counting on us. If we don't stop them tonight, this town will never be the same. Destroy those toys. No, 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 no. No. Ah! Ha! Eat our snow, you... They're not attached. Why aren't they attached? I thought they were attached. I would never in a million years have done what I just did if I didn't think these were attached. Well, I love Despicable Me, so this is going to be good. I can tell just by listening to the preview of it. Um, And also (laughs) for our listeners, just so you know, when you look up the movie to watch it, it's spelled K-L-A-U-S. So otherwise you're not going to be able to find it. (laughs) Yeah, and they were pronouncing it Klaus in um, the movie. So I was a little thrown, and I was like, okay, because even looking at the title, I'm thinking Klaus. Because right. that's just what everybody thinks, right? So, mm-hmm. um, well, it should be really cute, and I can't wait to sit down and watch this. Well, we have one more movie to talk about this week, and saved, I guess, the best for last. Um, last Christmas, that is. Um, and this is the movie everyone has been waiting for this holiday season. It has been hyped for weeks now. It opens in theaters Friday, November 8th. It stars Amelia Clark and Henry Golding. It also stars Emma Thompson, who co-wrote the movie. And I saw an article this week, by the way, that she got George Michael's blessing for writing this movie before he died. So it is based on the song Last Christmas and kind of loosely based on his life. Um, It's a London-set holiday romance. Clark plays a year-round Christmas shop employee who hates the holiday until she meets Golding, who helps her believe in her dreams. Here's an extended sneak peek at Last Christmas. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, last Christmas, I was really sick and almost died. Save me from tears. I don't tell people because they get weird. I'll give it to someone special. But I don't think you'll go with. 
No Twitter. Yeah, okay. I you know. Can I know. Phone. Oh, you I can know. ring me. I worry about you. So, uh, tell me about the diet. She is eating rubbish. Exercise? Really? Not okay. at all. Alcohol? Oh, she's drinking while. like the pirate. Vino? Jenna, hey, it's me. Listen, I just really need a bed for the night. Just a... Hey, Al! This is my little helper. I have nicknamed her Lazy Doyle because she appears never to work. That's me. Mm-hmm. She could also be called Crushing Disappointment, the Al. Because <laughs> I gotta have What are you looking at? It's quite unusual to see a bird like that in town. Oh, damn it! It's good luck, you know. Bollocks, is it? Oh, you have thrown away your life working in some silly Christmas shop. Yes, but that's not what I do do. I'm not a career elf. It's all part of my grand plans, but I'm a famous singer. Last Christmas, gave you my... Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, uh, sorry. No, 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 it was shit. <laughs> you, again. I'm Tom. Did you follow me here? Are elves always so cynical? Relentlessly, these are dark times. Did you come with me, then? Has anyone ever told you there's something slightly serial killery about you? No, never more than once, anyway. <laughs> I really enjoyed our walk today. Yes, so. You're sweet, madame. For love. This is going to be so good for my sex life. <laughs> Since you came back, it's like you don't care about anything. I'm a mess. When I was ill, it felt like I'd lost something special. I could sing before. I had all these dreams, but I just scared all the time. That's okay. It's normal. Why me? It was always going to be you. We are so lucky to be alive. I like this man. Mum sang with a seat. You're the only person who can make being sung to sleep sound like water pouring. Ah, be still my heart. I'm telling you, I've seen the previews of this on TV Mm -hmm. where they show what's coming up in theaters and. You know, I did not realize that George Michael music was going to be in it. I don't know if I didn't pay attention or they didn't play that part or whatever, but wow. It makes me even want to see it even more. Well, um, I don't know the backstory. I'm going to have to do some research on the song Last Christmas, but apparently this movie was kind of born from the song and Emma Thompson just kind of took it and ran with it, and George loved it, loved the concept for it, and um, the song ties right in. There's actual motion picture soundtrack coming out in a couple of weeks for this movie, mm. so I can't wait to hear it. Um, but the other thing that I think makes this movie so special and the fact that it's being released this holiday season is, you know, Christmas Day, George Michael died. So every day on Christmas, you know, from the time he died forward, I think about him and I think about mm-hmm. this is the day he died. And, you know, he had another song. It was not really 
wildly popular, but it is out there, and it's called December Song, and it's also kind of Christmas-themed, but it's it's kind of a ballad, as only George Michael could do, and it is kind of foretelling or foreshadows what's to come in his life, um, so it's kind of an eerie, when you listen to it since he's passed, you think, wow. Did he know something the rest of us didn't know kind of thing? But um, mm-hmm. so I'm really looking forward to this movie because it kind of encompasses what George Michael is all about. And I think he would be very pleased, very pleased with the outcome. Definitely. Definitely. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. So also I want to give you a quick reminder before we say our goodbyes. Don't forget to join us for our interview with George Stoltz on Monday, November 4th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And we will also be featuring an interview that we did recently with John Corr, and that will air on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, right before his movie, Picture a Perfect Christmas, starring he and Merritt Patterson on Hallmark Channel. And we want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. We hope you are enjoying the holiday movies as much as we are. And I do say we. Mm. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of hard not to get into the holiday spirit when you're watching all these great movies that are out and the stories are really good. And, you know, it always puts a smile on your face, a song in your heart. It just makes you feel really good all over. And everybody needs that in this day and time. But thank you on behalf of Pam and I again for joining us this week. And if you're brand new to our program, we hope you'll be back each and every week. Um, We're right here every Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central. And we'll be back next week with episode four for this season and lots more movies we'll be bringing your way. And maybe a surprise or two. You never know. You never know. (laughs) Have a great evening. Have a great week. Be safe. Be kind. And we love you guys. And we'll see you again real soon. And Don said it all, so I'm just going to say thanks again and have a good night. See you soon. Hey, guys, don't leave us yet. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Christmas Movies. That's X-M-A-S-M-U-V-I-E-S. And also like our Facebook page at Christmas Movie Spotlight. Don't forget that's spelled M-U-V-I-E-S. And follow us on Instagram at Christmas Movie Spotlight. And don't forget to check out our website, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. That's movies with M-U-V-I-E-S, ChristmasMovieSpotlight.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.